1: Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast. That is right, you are hearing me and you're not hearing Doug because Doug had a little thing going on. It is me, Tyler Guntherner. That is right, the founder of Dynasty Happy Hour. Long, long, long ago, I decided I'm going to host today. And you know what? I'm here with my good friend, James
0: Creese. How's it going, James? Good, good. I'm always happy when you turn around and say, oh, I want to host. I mean, that, that takes some some responsibility off of me so I, I like that i like this where this is going already <laughs> i i mean i've
1: i used to do it back in the day and i was not great at it but you know what i am here we will step back into the seat and uh we'll talk about playoff matchups that we had and and how sad they were or how happy we are that uh we have made it so oh, it's
0: a happy hour for for this guy right a, here
1: it's a happy hour so for me it i i've I've lost one. I've had a couple bye weeks and in the listener league, I came away with the win. Very so nice. very nice. Yeah. So here I am. And first of all, I want to talk about our sponsor our one of our main sponsor. I used it yesterday and that is manscape. And you know what? I, I, I feel smooth. I feel good. And, uh, James, you got a story at all about manscape you want to Actually, tell?
0: Actually. Yeah. Um, I kept it under wraps for a while and then, Last night it happened. I was put in the moment where I needed to run into the bathroom, brush my teeth, and grab some Manscaped. And I will tell you what, it definitely, definitely ended with a smile. So, like, I'm gonna, I'm. That's as far as I can go with it without being too graphic. You know, I don't know our ratings or, you know, whatever. We're not that kind of show. But yes, the Manscaped 4.0, the lawnmower. It's amazing. It's not lawnmower season per se but you know I, I guess it, you can the best the best thing about the lawn
1: the lawnmower 4.0 is you know when Santa couldn't see in the snow what did he do he got his old pal Rudolph to glide his sleigh and you know what the lawnmower 4.0 has a light to glide the way to
0: glide the way or guide the way
1: same thing. Because it, it glides, I mean, it doesn't nick. I mean, it the razor do... will
0: glide, and so will Santa's sleigh. But... Santa's
1: sleigh, it's the same thing. You guys get the analogy because there's a light there to guide you in the dark oh, when you oh, can't see, when you can't see anything. And you know what? I love that little light. You think it wouldn't matter? It does. Oh, it and, matters. And and also, why don't you go out and get yourself uh, the the what is it? The weed whacker for the nose. And some other products like you know you you need a little a little spritzer halfway through the day. They have the head. crop preserver. Yes,
0: they have the the crop reviver. Some
1: hundred percent. Some, some and,
0: spray for your tingly days, and, and, and then it, use the code DHH. Yes, for twenty percent off at checkout. Manscaped, your balls will thank you for it. I know mine. Thank me every. It's a great day. gift.
1: Great yes. gift. And even even if you missed out, you can be like, you know what? Screw it. You're going to get a late Christmas present. Go ahead and do that. And uh, so let's get into a little bit of injuries. I know I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, let's see here. Injuries. I'm going through the list. And here we are with the injuries. Damian Pierce, high ankle sprain out for the season. Um, he was, you know, he, he started off hot and then simmered for about three games and then came back on. High ankle sprain. You know what? We got a couple of them. Jonathan Taylor as well. Another high ankle sprain. He's had a rough year, a rough and year to stay the least. Yes. the The volume, the the value of Jonathan Taylor has definitely fallen, and Damian Pierce as well. Um, what do you What do you think about these two players? We'll just kind of lump them together.
0: Yeah, I I think that both of their teams like really stink. The Colts don't can't can't seem to get out of their own that, way. That's an understatement. <laughs> um, They can't find a quarterback to actually get something done. And I'm just guided off the screen here, while my Giants just take the lead over Thibodeau, Washington. who's
1: having a monster game. Yes,
0: just... oh, I I love him. My son was wearing his jersey today, so shout out Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Uh, but no, Damian Pierce was great, great at, for the season, uh, great rookie unfortunately you know the high ankle sprain and they were going to put him on ir but what the heck i mean that just kills their re- kills it for the rest of the season who knows what that team is going to do in the future um as far as quarterback as far it as running like- back they have a, a their pick of the litter pretty much because they what they are in last place if i'm not they, mistaken,
1: they will have the first pick and it sounds like from a lot of people I've been listening to in podcasts that are big into the draft, they think it will be uh, Bryce Young because he's the most pro ready, despite the size concerns and all that, which I think in a dome is a good fit. They just need to get him a weapon. I could see them going quarterback first round like Joe Burrow and then a wide receiver with that early uh, second round pick because they do need a receiver. And don't forget, John Mechie comes back, hopefully from his recovery next season.
0: Uh, I can't wait for Mechie.
1: I loved I loved his tape. He is he's like Jerry Judy, but maybe a little less talented, but same style player, almost exactly alike. So I know you're not a Judy fan, but he is more of the He's a speedster. The, he's, he's the one that you on the outside for him. You like the, the price for him. Like the Judy's a little overpriced and, and he's the underpriced Jerry Judy, especially with a new quarterback that, hey, Played with him at Alabama. So if that matchup does happen, we could be looking at uh You know what? Let's just... Do you want to stamp a uh, buy-low approval on John Mechie for next season? Because I'll do it. Uh, yeah, I will definitely do that. Yeah. Love the guy. And uh, hopefully he comes back. But the biggest news of last week that we just missed, Kyler Murray, torn ACL. And the thing is, is it was very late in the season. And also, with his uh, double XP Call of Duty... He might not get the surgery. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea when he's going to get the surgery. But Kyler Murray, dream scenario for him because, you know, it's prime Call of Duty season. But all jokes aside, he is going to dig into the 2023 season, I think. And also as a running quarterback, he might not be right mentally and physically until 2024. Now, Kyler was a top. Six, top seven quarterback in dynasty, maybe not for us personally because we weren't no, the biggest not Kyler podcast. people. But uh Kyler Murray, uh are you worried about him after this injury?
0: I'm worried about it. The whole yeah organization. <laughs> I should have brought that. To be, yeah. to be honest, I mean, you know, as of late, we heard Steve Kime was was put on family medical leave or or some like AKA he may be fired. Um So that's just alarming. I don't know if kyler is going to do anything moving forward like we don't know where kingsbury is going to be we don't know where this franchise is going to be it's it's really cliff it's needs turn to go up. cliff needs to go but it, with with cliff gone kyler murray goes to i i think they're a kind of a package deal um
1: it, but what if because there's rumors sean payton said it's either the chargers or the cardinals now sean payton comes in with kyler i think that's a game changer because hey Sean Payton brought in a five foot eleven quarterback that yeah had had big time accuracy but didn't have the arm strength. He could, I think, he could change Kyler, and especially with the game changing for Kyler with this injury, it could be a, a plus. But the issue is when he's coming. When is he going to come back? Yeah, and I don't think. Don't I
0: think. A, I mean, if anything, it's a, a long term buy low situation on Kyler Murray until he actually is back. And playing I still don't football. know. I don't. And know I don't know really I know if I want to do it. I mean yeah. <laughs> halfway halfway in the year I
1: made a trade in, in UDPL. I got two first rounders. One looks like one oh three. And um, I got Greg Dolchich and Evan Ingram in the trade. For, oh, so you mean two f-
0: top top Five and, tight end, Evan Ingram,
1: and I also got Jameis Winston in that trade, which I personally think Jameis should be a starter in this league. But that's just me. I don't know.
0: Uh, I think you're you're moving past the important part of that sentence when I said topped five. Season, that's because Kyle, Pitt,
1: Kyle Pitts got hurt. That's the only reason why. But <laughs> I, oh gosh! All right. But uh, any other injuries that really happened? I'm not. I don't think anything happened today with injuries. No, so, nothing
0: too serious yeah. as of yet that I've that I've seen. A yeah, couple not, bumps and bruises, but nothing to write home about. Um, carnal fans, uh, I, mean, I know. We'll get, into, we'll get into some of it when we hit the games, I I think.
1: All right. We'll get right into those games. But first, I want to talk about our longtime sponsor and our friends over at Trophy Smack. Uh, the best gift for your fantasy league, because it is Christmas time, and the best gift for your own fantasy league is Trophy Smack. And if you co- use code DHHRING, when you purchase a belt or a trophy, you get one of these... Amazing free rings. I've got one on my desk sitting there for Doug and I's Trade Addict Seven Championship. And hey, I I will never forget it. It was a good time. Doug and I we we dominated. And if you use get code DHH ring, you get one of these free rings with a with a trophy or a belt. We've got a belt for a league. These trophies upgrade your league. I'm telling you, I love I I absolutely love getting money for fantasy leagues but if i'm getting a a a trophy or a belt that makes it so much better and honestly sometimes it's way more important because the power the power you have and say you have live drafts or anything (laughs) it's so much better so for me i absolutely oh my god like we have a belt in the comic book league james you just joined this season but the belt is everything it holds the power and Right now, I've got a chance to come away with it. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope, I hope I do. And, it wasn't uh, my year, but
0: uh, you know, I get a year off for, uh, yeah, you know, fostering fees.
1: That's true, but yeah, honestly, guys, I, I can't say it enough. It changes your league, and if you don't know, go try it out. and And they're not that expensive. Just have the league mates pay ten dollars each. Boom, you get a really nice trophy or belt, and then you get one of these free rings you can give to the the title holder. Or hold it for yourself. Year. Hold it for yourself. Yeah, if you're a commissioner, put slap the commissioner tag on it and yeah, they're keep they're it.
0: customizable too. You know, yeah,
1: camp. but yeah, trophysmack.com, DHH ring. You get a free championship ring. All right, let's get right into these games. And first of all, we're gonna go in the Thursday, which was a f- fun game to watch if you weren't a Seattle Seahawks fan. Now we'll go over to the 49ers side. Brock Purdy. Brock is he Birdie. real is he real I don't know I'm a Trey Lance believer still but I mean he uh, looked
0: pretty bad he to be
1: honest so he can construct an offense he is a good conductor of the Kyle Shane and offense now can he make those special plays no he doesn't have the arm strength he has accuracy but if you want him to throw it 40 yards on the field he's not the guy Kind of like a Mac Jones. Now, Kyle Shanahan loves Mac Jones and that style of quarterback, so who knows. <laughs> but uh, he he didn't look too bad. I started him in a championship run, and he could help me win. Not sure yet, but going to the running backs, Christian McCaffrey, 26 for 108 in the He's touchdown. He's just
0: incredible. This is the highest point of the season for him, the highest carry amount by uh, with 26 six, carries.
1: Six catches, 30 yards.
0: Oh, man. He just...
1: Yep. And and Jordan Mason, uh the of running back, he had a massive run, four for sixty-four. And then you got George Kittle with a huge game, four for ninety-three and two touchdowns. Dewan Jennings, three for thirty-one. Um and Brandon Ayuk did nothing two for nineteen. So if you started him, I am sorry. Are you worried about Brandon Ayuk? No. It's just he I mean, I think I don't think Purdy's the starter, so I'm pretty confident in Brandon Ayuk for the future. But going over to the Seattle side, and then, Chef, I'll let you get into it. Geno Smith, uh, 238 and one touchdown. Kenneth Walker, 12 for 47. And then we had Tyler Lockett, 7 for 68, who had a broken finger and everybody thought he was going to be out for the season. He's only out for one game, which is kind of crazy when Russell Wilson was out forever. Uh, DK Metcalf, 7 for 55. Noah Fant, 5 for 32 and a touchdown. Yay, and Kenneth like... Walker, 4 for 32. Travis
0: Homer, 4 for 25. And the rest, who cares? Uh, what do you have about this game? Uh, San Francisco's really, really good no matter what. It's the system over everything. Um, Purdy is just a pawn, in my opinion, this season. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it affects Trey Lance at all. Uh, I think if if anything, it may affect Jimmy Garoppolo on how Purdy can handle the offense moving forward. Hundred percent. Um, so he may be the odd man out, especially with the injury that he sustained this year. Trey Lance will probably come back f- faster than him. Uh, and if McCaffrey's still on this offense, I think the uh, San Francisco is going to be a hard team to beat now and going forward. I think they're clicking on all cylinders, even with injured players. They seem to get the job done. Um, on the other side of the football, Geno Smith, we've seen him be so good throughout the season, and now he is floundering, uh, yes, against a bad, uh, a badass defense in San Francisco, but still he played a little bit more hesitant uh, with his throws. He was having a hard time hitting D.K. Metcalf. Tyler Lockett played with the broken finger. Good for him, but it's it looks like if they don't get the ground game going with Walker first – and foremost, uh, this offense is struggling down the stretch. So that's something of a concern.
1: Yeah. And Tyler Lockett has to be one of the most underrated wide receivers in every NFL, year, every, every year. single season. Um, So with Gino, I know if you have him, you were very happy you picked him up. 100%. Me, me personally, I think they should they should use Denver's pick, draft a quarterback, sit him for a year. Gino's the guy and learn behind Gino. Gino seems like he's just happy to be there. Like he's oh, yeah. happy where he's at. And if Gino has to be kind of the teacher, I think that's a perfect person to learn from. He sat behind Eli Manning. He sat behind Russell Wilson. He sat behind some great quarterbacks in, in the past, and he knows a lot of stuff. And, and they have
0: great weapons. I mean, this 100%. team could actually make a push. I mean, t- we, to mention Tyler Lockett, wide receiver six on the year in uh, uh, fantasy. And so that's insane. From-
1: for me, CJ Stroud or Will Levis would be perfect for these guys because Will Levis, he's got the massive arm. He's Josh Allen 2.0, and Josh Allen was very bad his first two years. Like he was inaccurate, and that is Will Levis. Now, if he can learn to kind of hone it in a little bit, Will Levis could be great. And CJ Stroud is all based off of within the system. If he can play within the system and has good weapons, CJ Stroud could be great. So and that, that means that you get perfect. another
0: year worth of Geno Smith. Yeah. So if he flounders out at the end of the playoffs, you have your future.
1: Yeah. It, it's a perfect scenario because they still have their first round pick as well. Yep. So they, they're not hurting by this trade. All right, let's get in to the next game. And you guys, this game was so much fun, yes. especially being awesome. up, being up here, in Minnesota. It was nuts. I was I was just watching the game because, Hey, it's Saturday. There's football on. Why not? And I just kept getting that feeling. I'm like, the colt, like after after halftime, the colts just seemed like they weren't doing anything. They completely took their foot off the gas. They were just kind of playing to run the clock out, but they weren't able to run the clock out because no. they weren't able to move the ball. Really. Minis- now Minnesota up here. There's rumors that Patrick Peterson came into the locker room and gave a crazy halftime speech. Apparently, I heard about it that. was insane. It got the the whole team pumped up, and they came out and just destroyed. Vikings won 39-36 in overtime. Amazing, amazing game. One of the games of the year. Matt Ryan, he went 182 yards, one touchdown. Zach Moss, 24 for 81 in all Zach Moss fashion. Uh, He had some good tough yards, but that is Zach Moss. He's not going to break anything big. It's five yards and a cloud of dust. Deion Jackson, though he has some oomph to him, he thirteen for fifty five, and then Michael Pittman had two for thirty on the on the ground with ten for sixty through the air. Fourteen targets that is always good to see. Jelani Woods, not now I'm I'm very shocked they don't get him on the field more often. Yeah, one for thirty six. Kyle Granson, two for thirty four. Asin Doolin two for 25 Jonathan Taylor who got hurt as we said Paris Campbell is a non-factor and so on and so forth Alex Pierce
0: ever if you since played his... Chase McLaughlin you were rewarded yes <laughs> that's, that, that's pretty that much is true is. and that... the Colts defense
1: and the, and the Colts passed up on a field goal to go for it and they did not make it so it could have been a big big difference in this game Kirk Cousins Went for 460. That is right. I went against, up against Kirk Cousins. Record-breaking
0: and, game for him so, and the I, Minnesota Vikings.
1: In this league where I lost, I went up against Kirk Cousins, who after the first half, I looked like I was smashing this game. And I also had Trevor Lawrence, who first half was not great. So I, I had my hopes up for both these guys. But Kirk Cousins, four touchdowns, two two interceptions. Delvin I had Cook,
0: Kirk in, in three leagues.
1: And then Delvin Cook, 17 for 95. He had a massive, massive run. And he also had four for ninety-five. That screen pass was insane. He looks spry. And I love I love the fact that they're giving Madison some touches. Cook, he may have lost you mean a, the two touches that he got. No, for <laughs> but I mean it's
0: still giving Cook a little breathing.
1: <laughs> Don't forget CJ Ham.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ham, Ham had more touches than Madison.
1: So for, I Delvin Cook to me, I get he's twenty seven. I think he's got two years left. It just to me, it seems like he's still got juice. He's somebody who doesn't take massive hits just due to his really good vision and the way he can cut within the hole.
0: God, I mean, I looks... think he's already established his injury history. Like, yeah. if anything, it's going to be the collarbone where they pop it back into place, yeah. or where's the brace. Like... Yeah. Or, you know, uh, uh, I think he has a quad thing once in a while. It pops up. But uh, yeah, I, I, I hope you're right, <laughs> Dr. Tyler, because I, 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 I love some Dalvin Cook and he does, I think, have the build and the size and the physique and the, the what do I want to say? The discipline. Yeah. To keep himself on the field for at least another two years, oh, similar to like a Derrick Henry, yet he yep. can be that pass catcher like we saw today, uh, or yesterday, rather, on Saturday. And this offense is cooking. This mm-hmm. offense is going Yeah, huge. Justin
1: Justin Jefferson, he went 12 for 123. Oof. He's so good. And, and a touchdown. K.J. Osborne had a big game, 10 for 157 and a touchdown. And then Delvin Cook, like I said, he had that touchdown on screen pass. Adam Thielen had a touchdown himself. TJ Hawkinson, three for 33. But when uh, Delvin Cook is getting those short touches, that is where uh, Hawkinson could definitely hurt, especially when K.J. Osborne in the slot is getting some play. So this game, what do you got from it? It was awesome up here.
0: Um, I, I mean, every single receiver besides uh, Naylor and J- our friend Jalen Rager actually had a good day. Um Kirk Cousins spread the ball around great. He looked like a real quarterback, man. Like like he was on the plane, shirtless, once again, just doing pumps of fists, fists of pumps, uh, back and forth, traveling. But, no, they were home this time, and he really showed up in a big way for the Minnesota Vikings and your fantasy teams. I don't hear anybody crying about uh, the score that he put up. Never seen a bigger game out of Kirk Cousins am my lifetime i don't think anyway with uh 460 yards i think this one's for the record book moving forward i i think you can trust them i think they're they're pretty much good to go man these are your these are your guys like if you have kirk cousins you picked him up on the cheap you really didn't go out and buy kirk cousins is this a sell point for kirk cousins coming out of this season perhaps we don't know where um, that contract's going to go.
1: I, I, he's got one more year left, and for me, it, it seems like he is the team. Like they were, they thought they were going to be in a rebuild with uh, o- O'Connell, and it doesn't seem like they are now. This team is solidified. The offensive line looks good. They didn't have Bradbury this game, but look like it didn't matter. Darisol was back. He was off the field a little bit here and there, but the team looks like they're competitive. They won the NFC North, and it looks like they will be competitive.
0: As so they, they may be going. looking at more offensive line and defensive pickups in the offseason, which could secure Kirk Cousins even more. So I, I like that.
1: Yeah. All right, let's go to the next game. It is the Ravens versus the Browns. So
0: let's talk about Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley, uh, the running running quarterback that was supposed to be Lamar Jackson's uh, decoy. It just didn't pan out against the Cleveland defense. Uh, 17 for 30 on 138 yards, one interception, one fumble, did not look good. Bright spot on the offense for the day was J.K. Dobbins. 13 carries, 125 yards. Also caught one catch. He finished with 13 fantasy points for PPR leagues out there, which is great. Gus Edwards, quiet. Seven carries, 55 yards. Not what you're looking for out of them. No one to report on the... Wide receiver side of things, no one got more than five points. You should not be playing these guys. Mark Andrews, very, very questionable. The last couple weeks, only had six fantasy points in this one, Uh was targeted seven times, only caught three for 31. That is a bad sign. Should bounce back against Atlanta and Pittsburgh in the next two. Um, On the other side of the ball, man, I mean, it wasn't much better. Nick Chubb, quiet day, had 21 carries. Almost 100 yards finished with 99 on the ground, but did not break 100, did not have a reception on two targets. Deshaun Watson, where are you? They people have waited for you the whole season. This is game two against a poor defense in Baltimore. Um, yeah, not great, not great. It just serves the Cleveland Browns right for uh spending all that money up front. Uh, even Kareem Hunt, bad. Very bad. One bright spot on this side of the ball was Donovan Peoples-Jones, my man from Michigan. Four receptions on four targets, 31 yards. He did end the day in a touchdown. Uh, Pretty much saved his day, and that is about it for this one. What a bad matchup. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, (laughs) Interception, a fumble recovery. You know, that's how things go in Ohio. All right, let's move on to the next one, which was my favorite game of the of the, of the week, was the Snow Globe game where everybody showed up and said, oh, yeah, it's going to be so much snow in Orchard Park. And I'm looking and I'm like, man, where's the snow? That was the question of the night. Where was the snow in this matchup? And we waited all the way until the fourth quarter of the Buffalo matchup to see flakes start swirling around orchard park and the damage was already done at that point like it this game was back and forth throughout the night what a great game um 32 to 29 buffalo wins it in a swirling blizzard type uh setting it's very festive yeah it Tyler. was it was so much
1: fun to watch Uh this like you said in one of the the chats it was a snow globe which was yeah. always fun. Those those games are so fun because the players actually like like the play in that. Now Waddle went off, uh, you know, off after his big touchdown, and uh, he came right not, back on though. Yep, I did not start Waddle just due to weather and matchup. I didn't think it'd be huge, but there was always that chance where he's gonna break a massive play. Uh, Tyreek kill volume, volume, volume. Raheem Mostert, he broke off a massive run. Uh, Selvin Ahmed, Ahmed, like hey. We haven't mentioned him in. It Wilson feels like a was, whole season.
0: Wilson yeah. was out in this one. Uh, before the game, they they announced him out, and you know no one's really talking about Ahmed really too much. So interesting. And then,
1: and then you had uh, James Cook, five for thirty-four, caught that touchdown, um, in the back of the end zone. It's always yes. good to see. It's always good to see him do well because he is. I personally think he is the best running back for this system, and next year he could be a more explosive play kind of like what we see DeAndre Swift in in Detroit. I really like it. So Dawson Knox just yes. two two straight games, 6 for 98 and a touchdown. That's good to see Stefan Diggs had a bit of an off game for him, 5 for 60. Gabe Davis, he's kind of on a massive slump. So for for me Gabe Davis, I I had a trade this uh this past, you know, I think it was Thursday before The Thursday game. Yes, I had a trade. I traded uh, for Isaiah Pacheco and Rashad Bateman. I had a chance to get Gabe Davis over Bateman, but I wanted Bateman, and I gave up Greg Dolchich and Wandel Robinson. And it is tight end premium, and I like Dolchich, so that was tough to do. But I, I was kind of shocked that I decided to go for Bateman because I like Gabe Davis, but just his in,
0: just. The it's touchdowns the, yeah, are are not consistent. The his, consistency, his, there it is yeah, like if it's if it's a boom or bust scenario, which it always is for Gabe Davis. I mean, it all depend. It's all matchup dependent. I mean, he should bounce back against Chicago. We saw them get torched today through the air. Um, not so much with Cincinnati and New England to end this end the season. So yeah, Gabe Davis ending on a slump here. Um that four
1: touchdown games
0: coming so we're all yeah. we'll all come back to it right yeah in the playoffs i mean yep. it'll 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 happen it'll be like the afc conference championship and gabe davis will have four touchdowns against the kansas city chiefs and people's jaws will drop and his <laughs> fantasy value will break through a, yet another ceiling which is just it's like yeah. an imaginary ceiling with gabe davis because we haven't seen a four touchdown game in a in the regular season we've seen two touchdown games which are great, but they're few and far between. And then other than that, like his lows are really serious lows, only five points per game. So that the boom is, is not outweighing the bust anymore. And it's getting a little scary for Gabe Davis.
1: All right. Speaking of massive games, I want to talk about the Eagles versus the bears 25 to 20. The Eagles win Jalen hurts. He went 315 yards, two interceptions, Oh, my God. How terrible is that? That guy is terrible, right? Yeah, right. Didn't
0: even score a touchdown through the air. I know.
1: Oh, wait. 17 for 61 on the ground and three touchdowns. I think he has 13 rushing touchdowns. He leads the league, yes. Insane. Insane. And and it's unstoppable. There was a play that was drawn up. It was not Jalen Hurts. It was actually drawn up because they saw the safeties come up. And they're like, okay, Jalen, just go right down the middle, twenty-two yards touchdown. Yep, and it was just like in a split second, in an just in closing your eyes and then opening them, he's in. Like he's so quick at these and so good, Jalen hurts. He gets off
0: the line so fast. He's the real deal. Amazing. And And AJ got him in the second round. And
1: AJ Brown is also the real deal. Nine for hundred eighty-one. Guy is just unreal. Missed a touchdown. I think he missed two touchdowns today. Yes. Just yes. barely. One
0: was called back, I believe.
1: Devonta Smith also missed a touchdown as well. Five for 126. I love this duo of wide receivers. It's so fun. Devonta and Smith. It, it yeah.
0: seems like it's the going thing now in the league, and I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to, I wanted to t- touch on it a little bit. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith matched up with Jalen Hurts. Like, that's what we're looking for. Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs. Up against, uh, I'm sorry, with Josh Allen, it seems like it's like the same matchup. Yeah, and and if these two teams meet in the Super Bowl, which a lot of people are predicting right now, it's going to be so great.
1: And then you got you know Cincinnati with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Like you need two alpha receivers, and I hope to God they can pay both alpha receivers. You
0: know, Atlanta Uh, with with uh, uh, the Eiffel Tower and Kyle Pitts. You know.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, my hopes aren't that great. But hey, they, they got an earlier pick after today's game. And Miles Sanders went 11 for 42. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, it seems like every time we touch the ball, something is not good. Like, he's a fine piece. But man, uh, he's I've, I really like Gainwell and I wish he would have panned out a little more. Going over to Chicago side, Justin Fields, hundred and fifty two yards and two touchdowns. He also fifteen for ninety-five. He went over a thousand yards this season. And yes, that we're talking Justin Fields, who started off terribly, and now he's over a thousand yards rushing. And also he has a chance to break Lamar Jackson's single season rushing record for the quarterback. Uh Dave Montgomery, twelve for fifty three and a touchdown. Uh Brian Pringle got a two touchdown. Two touchdowns,
0: two touchdowns. Also caught one, David Montgomery. Yeah,
1: David Montgomery caught a touchdown. And Cole Komet, he missed a couple big plays. He went four for 25. And then everybody else on here, who cares? Because they're <laughs> probably not a new dynasty roster. Phelous Jones is now 136 years old. <laughs> and uh, that's new news. But uh, what what do you want to talk about with these two teams?
0: Uh, I mean, is there much else to talk about besides the 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 wide receiver duo of A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith? I mean, Miles Sanders is – this was a little odd. Like, looking at the scoreboard, 11 carries for 42 yards, and he caught a pass for negative 13 yards, had a fumble and a lost fumble, and ended the day with .90 fantasy points. I mean, if you were Miles Sanders – owner and you were in the playoffs today you might have lost because of that and the that, guy
1: i was facing had him and i lost so it's oh. it's not a great feeling on the other side but
0: <laughs> uh yeah but david montgomery i mean he looks like he's still in the driver's seat in chicago no matter what i i think Until, they're gonna keep I, him around. I,
1: I, I doubt it they they would love to throw their money elsewhere but they do have a lot of it so you never know All right, we're going over to the Falcons versus Saints, 18 to 21. The Falcons always seem to come back and just sneak up behind you and maybe have a chance, and it doesn't help that your quarterback goes for 13 for 26, 97 yards. A QBR of 31.9, which is ungood. He was holding the ball too long. Desmond Ritter was. Yes. It's his first game. It's against the Saints, division rivals. I'm not going to put the full blame on him. I think I need to see a little more. But it's not a great start. <laughs> and Desmond Ritter, like I said, he just need to get the ball out quicker. But you know what? There was another rookie that went off Tyler Algier, 17 for 139. Yes. And a touchdown. He was running hard. And it. I was trying to figure out who he reminded me of, stylistic wise. And I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, he, he's just, he's not super crazy fancy. He's just, he gets five yards or more. He, he's busting off 5, 10, 15 yard runs. Nothing crazy massive. Did have a big
0: run today. Did have a big 40 plus yard work.
1: Well, he he seems every week he always seems to either have a big catch or a big run. And if you got him late in the rookie drafts, which he probably did, I'm not sure what they're going to do. I, I do think that they could go Patterson and Algier again, you know, the duo running back. And then I hopefully. I think it's likely. And put their money, you know, their early draft pick in a quarterback if it's not Ritter if he does not do well the rest of the season or defense because this defense is a sieve. (laughs) It's getting
0: old. Older pieces on defense. Yes, Uh, Drake
1: London did get eleven targets, seven for seventy. Now Ritter and London will have a connection, and you will see that for the rest of the rest of the year. Um, London will get his targets. But other than that, nothing much on the other side. Cordero Patterson did get a late touchdown on the Saint side. Andy Dalton, 17 or 11 for 17, 151 and two and Taysom Hill, the thorn
0: in the side. So Rashid Shahid, my spray tan player from the first time I did it. Rashid Shahid. Oh my gosh, you've become you've blossomed in front of my eyes. You are no longer a spray tan player. He's ever a taxi squad more. in a lot
1: of leagues. <laughs> I went out and
0: got Rashid Shaheed everywhere that I could after that episode when I put him on a spray tan because the week after he scored a touchdown and this time he has another touchdown, 95 yards, four targets, three receptions. I mean, he must be the truth. His speed is so real.
1: Yeah, it's all about the speed. And, and for me, if he... If Chris Olave does not have Jameis Winston, I mean, his his rookie season suffered due to no Jameis. If he had Jameis the whole year, we could be talking about Chris Olave's rookie season as a massive, massive win. Like, he could have an amazing rookie season. It's just Andy Dalton doesn't throw deep that much, and they don't throw as much. Elvin Kamara went 21 for 91. It was good to see him get some play. And David Johnson was back, but he fumbled the ball, and he...
0: Oh my God! <laughs> it was it was
1: milk carton for him.
0: Four carries, twelve yards, and a fumble.
1: Jawan Johnson, four for sixty-seven. Hey, you know what? If it's not gonna be, if it's not gonna be Taysom Hill, Jawan Johnson will catch the touchdowns at tight end. Uh, this I hate the Saints. Uh, it's it's also because I'm a Falcons fan, but it's some about this team in this offense that just sucks for fantasy. It's. <sighs> I don't know what it is. I don't want you to talk about any of these teams because it was a gross game to watch. As a fan of Atlanta and not a fan of the Saints, we will will move on to a much
0: funner game. More fun game. More fun. Like the touchdown that Saquon Barkley just scored, baby. Let's go.
1: Nice. All right. We're going to go to Detroit versus the New York Jets. Detroit wins 20 to 17. I love when Detroit wins. It is a much better day and a much better NFL when Detroit wins. Uh, Jared Goff, 23 for 38, 252, and a touchdown. Just efficient. Goff yeah. runs this offense very well. DeAndre Swift, 8 for 52, and also Jamal Williams, 13 for 33. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, 7 for 76. He's he's the real deal. He's a top 12 dynasty receiver. I won't put him top four like he was early on, but he is a top 12. And Khalif Raymond, he had a big kickoff return or punt return, mm-hmm. and he went 5 for 53. Brock Wright, big one for 151 and touchdown, big play at the end of the game to win it. Five for 23 also for Swift on the receiving end. Um, I know Jameson Williams had a almost touchdown goff, did not throw the ball far enough. But man, that dude is going to make some plays because he is fast. He got behind two very good secondary pieces of the Jets and it was with ease. He has easy speed and it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, going over to the Jets side, Zach Wilson. Yuck. He made some <laughs> plays, but he was trying to give to? <laughs> he was trying to give Detroit the win. And he did. He made a terrible throw for an interception. Zach Wilson, 18 for 35, 317, two touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. His QBR is 37, and that is where the proof is because he did not play well. Zonovan Knight, 13 for 23. Yuck. Michael Carter. This Detroit defense, by the way, against the run, don't play him, because they yeah. have changed. Completely. Mm-hmm. They are so good against the run. Michael Carter, 4 for 15. Garrett Wilson, 4 for 98. He had two big plays at the end of the game, which saved his his game, his day. Jeff Smith, 4 for 77 because of uh, Denzel Mims yeah. was out and Corey Davis. Elijah Moore, they still don't like you him. You would think Elijah w-
0: Moore yeah. would uh, have more fantasy relevance with nope. uh, uh, Mims not in there because that was the reason why. No, Nope, it's not that. It's not that
1: and cj uzoma of course because uh zach wilson can't throw to anybody but tight ends uh two for 41 and two touchdowns uh chef
0: what do you got in this game this game was was amazing for the detroit fans out there um not too much on the fantasy side of things outside of the quarterbacks i mean even though zach wilson had a bad game per se he still hit over 300 yards he still had two touchdowns and i i believe he uh had a couple carries on the ground, and one of those touchdowns was a long bomb to Uzama. Um, still don't want him in fantasy. On the other side of things, that I'm looking at is Brock Wright, because the tight end scenario in that offense, what Goff likes, is he likes a big tight end that can catch the ball in stride, just like Hawkinson used to be able to used to do when he was there. Brock Wright, it seems like he is stepping up into those shoes slowly and quietly week to week. Um, and I think Brock Wright might have a future on this on this squad here, and you might be able to buy in on him really, really cheap here. Right now. Here's my call. Michael Mayer
1: of Notre Dame, the best tight end. I mean, if you're going to call
0: rookies to these guys, you know, it, I think
1: Detroit is a slam dunk. They got two first round picks. Their first round pick is going to be mid to later, and he is a perfect Dan Campbell clone. Like they, they are huge, huge people that are. I mean,
0: why would they have two Notre Dame tight ends?
1: Because one is a you know a five star recruit that was one of the best to come in. Has a body like Gronk. It's just so smooth. I, he would be perfect in this offense, and he, I mean, I, I love it. I love it because it's
0: closer to winning uh, a playoff game than a lot of us think.
1: Oh, I, I hope they make the playoffs because this team is fun to watch, and everybody who talk about Dan Campbell getting fired, I'm so happy that things are panning up because he he trusts in what he was doing, and it's working. Like, what he planned is working. And also, ben I think his name's Ben Johnson. Uh, offensive coordinator brian johnson or ben johnson one of the two uh he is doing a fantastic job and he could actually be out the door as a head coach hmm. so we will have to see and that could change the way the offense rolls and hopefully they have somebody in-house uh mark brunell hey step up and be the oc uh <laughs> let's go to next game pittsburgh versus carolina 24 to 16 uh pittsburgh wins pittsburgh mr Trubisky. uh 17 for 22, 179. Just a game manager. That's all he did today. And Najee Harris, 24 for 86. Some tough, tough yards. He looked like he tried to punch one of the Carolina Panthers when he rolled in for his touchdown. Like, he swung. I swear he did. Jalen Warren, also 11 for 38 and a touchdown. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 10 targets, caught all 10. 10 for 98. Massive people. Could not again. get into the end zone. No. No also made some stupid boneheaded penalties that did not help the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, George Pickens 2 for 53 had a massive catch and just a stud when the ball's up in the air. You cannot beat him. 5 targets and everybody else was kind of out. Pat Farnmouth did not play, correct?
0: Uh no, he played.
1: <laughs> that was the he joke. He
0: played and he got a
1: he got no target.
0: He went to the coffee shop, grabbed some donuts, I think.
1: And say, going over to the other side, Sam Darnold, 14 for 23, 225. I think he is a competent quarterback. He will stay in the in the league for a long time because he's still only 17 years old. It's Sam Darnold, that is. He's still very young.
0: <laughs> uh, Isn't he like 16 still?
1: Uh, he looks like it, but he's actually like 23, which is still insane. 23, 24. So Chuba Hubbard, 4 for 10. The running game was not working. DJ Moore, though, 5 for 73 and a touchdown. That's 5 touchdowns, you guys. DJ Moore has eclipsed. That touchdown was just crazy. DJ Moore has eclipsed past 4 touchdowns, the most in his career. He usually only catches 4 touchdowns. What is going on? Terrace Marshall, showing signs of life, had a very nice deep ball catch. Chuba Hubbard had a very long catch as well, 3 for 57. And nothing else matters on this team. So talk to me about this game.
0: I mean, there's not much to talk about. It, it <laughs> was fun. It move was on. really, yeah. I mean, Jalen Warren was someone that came to light a little bit, had some had some work on the ground. Eleven carries, thirty-eight yards. Got into the end zone, caught one ball. I like that going forward because Najee Harris is like thirty-five already, right? So um, Jalen Warren is someone that's going to be on my on my target as soon as the trade season really opens up yeah. again. This uh, this other team, than that, man, I'm I'm I am out. Yeah, I, I mean, we we all know I love George Pickens. I've never been a real Deontay Johnson fan. So, yeah, moving on.
1: So this team for all the people that say Kenny Pickett's not good. This team is better with Kenny Pickett and it 100%. shows
0: every single week. <laughs>
1: All right, going to the next game, Cowboys versus Jacksonville. Another great game. 34-40 to 40 Jacksonville Jaguars win. It was a fun <laughs> game to watch at the end. Trevor, yes, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is that guy, and I'm going to start with him. 27 for 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He has risen. He is here. Trevor Lawrence is a top-six quarterback for Are me. Are we calling Dynasty. him the Messiah? Is that like his nickname? He looks like it. But uh Travis Etienne, 19, 19 for one oh three. He he had a quiet, good game. That's what I would say. Etienne, he's just he's chugging along, just having some some decent games. Two for twenty four in the passing game. Uh where it was is Zay Jones, six for one oh nine and three touchdowns. Zay Jones is fun. Zay <laughs> Jones is the number one wide receiver. On this team. But the number one technically, Christian Kirk, nope, uh, nope. six for ninety-two. But the number one is suspended in um uh Ridley. Oh, coming back. Yeah, and Kelvin Ridley. This team is gonna I've, be fun.
0: It's gonna be fun next year. Uh, you know, Marvin Jones may actually hang up his cleats. And, Evan uh, Ingram, eight for sixty two. Oh, top five tight end, he Evan is, Ingram. He is a
1: top five tight what end.
0: What a hot take if someone said that in the beginning of the season. Man. Oh man.
1: All right, go to Dallas side, and then I'll let you take over and gloat. Uh, 23 for 30, uh, 256, three touchdowns, two picks, one game-wrecking pick uh, by a defensive player that had a game of his life. 19 for 75 for Tony Pollard and 16 for 58 for Zeke and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb 7 for 126. Noah Brown six for 49 and 2. Tony Pollard on the on the receiving end, 4 for 31. And Peyton Hendershot, who I think is a good dynasty stash. Uh one for 20 and a touchdown. Dalton Schultz,
0: two for 15, did not help you. But what do you got with this game? If you had Dalton Schultz and you were playing him in the playoffs and we're going to rely on him. Hender shot came in and Hender sniped you uh, out of the touchdown that ruined your tight end premium game. Uh, I know it was a bad shot, huh? Bad Hender shot.
1: I mean, it was it, you. like Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't
0: take. Yeah, those Hender shots. Um, Noah Brown, once again, uh, I've been tooting Noah Brown's horn a little bit here or there on the show, and once again, he shows up. Nine targets, 49 yards, two touchdowns. Six catches, like Noah Brown is probably the real deal. Um, probably one of the reasons why they would they didn't want to spend the money on Brandon Cooks. Uh, because they saw something in Noah Brown compared to Michael Gallup, who seems to be going backwards in his career. Uh, which uh by for the first time, I'm gonna say it out loud. I think I'm I'm off of Michael Gallup for forever now until I, he shows me something yeah. different. Yeah. Uh CeeDee Lamb's gonna do CeeDee Lamb things. I don't think we see a problem, but I just don't think he he ever hits that number one wide receiver pinnacle in dynasty. Like we, he was when he first came into the league. I think we all jumped on it, looking at what he did in college and said, wow, this is his, his file. This is what he's going to be able to do compared to Jerry Rice. And it's not going to come to fruition. I'm sorry. It, the offense isn't like that. Now, when you have two capable running backs of pushing the ball down the field, especially in between the twenties, you don't have to throw the ball all the time. And that's not, how this offense is built on the other side of the ball. Zay Jones, uh, let's get back to it. He is the number one on this offense. Like I, I like Zay Jones. I liked him when he was in Vegas. I said it last week with Doug on the pod, eight for 77 last week with a touchdown six for one Oh nine this week. He gets the jets next week, which stinks. Um, But Houston, does it though? He I, might not have sauce on him. I, I think he will after two back to back, games like he did the thing the thing with this offense though is
1: him and kirk are kind of the same so maybe sauce stays on one side and they just move these receivers around like when kelvin ridley comes back he's kind of like christian kirk he's kind of like zay jones he's more advanced version of him if he still plays like he did before but they're all very similar type receivers they're quick they get open fast and this offense could be on to something like you don't need a big tall Guy, You could just have all these tiny, quick, fast guys that get open quick. And Trevor Lawrence can have his choice of whichever target he wants to go to.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, we're, we're seeing the, the the blossom of Trevor Lawrence oh, yeah. and his fantasy career. It is here. Um, if you want to nickname him the Messiah, I have no problem with that. Um, you just had to wait for him to come. And it's Christmas time. Merry Christmas. You have yourself Trevor Lawrence for a long, long time with yes. Doug Peterson as the coach. All right, we're going to move on to the next game, Kansas City
1: versus Houston. But first, James, you want to tell the people about underdog underdog?
0: Yeah. Uh, Is your fantasy season over? Well, that stinks. Mine is never over because I choose underdog and go out there and play some DFS with the friends. Always drafting best ball style. It's the way to go. Never go. Never let your dog underdog eat your homework. Is that it? Is that a thing?
1: Uh, it was close. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, uh, seriously, go I'm to trying underdogs. to keep your spirits
1: high with these jokes. So, yeah, yeah good, good I job. Mean,
0: yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. So um, you, no. could, you could
1: go around the roads like Houston. Houston's trying to play spoiler and is an underdog. And, hey, they are accumulating points. And if you want to stick one of those Houston Texans players like Davis Mills who went – 12 for 24 and two touchdowns in your underdog lineup as a tournament play
0: that could be a good option or like marlon Mack, back-to-back touchdowns week to week i mean he's starting to come alive return of the mac return of the (laughs) mac uh definitely an underdog story and keep your fantasy season going with underdog fantasy use promo code dhh and they will match up to a hundred dollars right away go out there get underdog and keep your fantasy season alive
1: all right, we'll get right into this matchup. Thirty to twenty-four. The Chiefs won in overtime. Overtime. Oh, Houston actually had to lead a lot in this game, but Pat Mahomes went 36 or 41, 336 yards and two touchdowns. Pat Mahomes is awesome. Pat Mahomes. He's yes. Pat Mahomes. Isaiah Pacheco was running super hard and then fumbled. It was the weirdest fumble. He he got stood up and the ball just slipped right out. He had both hands over the ball, looked like he was protecting it, and just like like it had forgot, to, cu- forgot to hold the, the bottom yeah, of the ball. He, for- he forgot to cup the ball.
0: <laughs> so <laughs>
1: that, uh, that is a problem. Jerick McKinnon <sighs> Thanks, came Dr. in Tyler. 10, 10 for 52 and a touchdown. Pat Mahomes also had one on the ground. Jerick McKinnon also on the ground eight for 70 and a touchdown. Guess who sat Jerick McKinnon like an idiot. That would be me. I <laughs> did because I thought Isaiah Pacheco was going to get fed the whole day. Nope. I was not thinking straight thinking, Hey, this Houston team against the run is so bad. Both of these running backs can eat and they did. Travis Kelsey ten for one oh five. He had a bad um after the after the play, but you know what, I don't blame him. I'm excited to listen to him and his brother's podcast this week to hear about it because you guys if you don't if you don't la- if you love our podcast, you would love their podcast too. It is one of my favorite new podcasts, is uh what is it called? Um Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey's podcast, um New Heights podcast i think so uh it's a good listen go listen to it 10 for 88 for juju smith schuster i would not be shocked if he resigns for a 10 million dollar a year deal again with the chiefs and did it did have a fumble there. in this game yes he did and he gets beat up every game it seems yeah. like every, every team is gunning for him and uh, hoping they get on his tiktok that is my guess and noah gray one of my favorite dynasty stash went three for 31 um, going to Texan side. Davis Mills I already mentioned him. Jeff Driscoll only attempted four passes and completed two of them for eight yards. So who cares? Royce Freeman don't care about these running backs, <laughs> so we'll skip them. Chris Moore four for forty-two, and Amari Rogers, who I do like as a stash, two for twenty-six. Other than that, who cares about this passing game because it was ungood. Chef, what do you got? Well, that's yeah. pretty much the Chiefs. That's what you got to talk about because Houston's it, going to be a completely different team. Next yeah, year.
0: MVS getting a touchdown in this one. Um, But the real the real story, like you said, was Jarek McKinnon. Like this is the same thing we saw the Chiefs do in past seasons where they're bringing in veterans like Damian Williams came in over from Miami that year. Um, What else? They signed Lashawn McCoy. They signed Le'Veon Bell. They're they have Jarek McKinnon on their squad, and it seems like later in the year, here he comes with the uh experience helping Isaiah Pacheco develop a little bit more in his pass protection and opening up things. CEH afterthought, I I think on this roster. I think it's Pacheco moving forward, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go ahead and, and give McKinnon another one year deal. Yeah. I mean, he's 30 years old, he's not gonna get a, a contract from anybody else. Uh so I I think. Yeah, I mean, this—it's the Chiefs, man. Move on. Yep. Yeah, the, if
1: you have an opportunity to get any of these Chiefs, go for it. Uh Going to the next Except matchup, Ronald Jones. Yeah. Uh, going to the next matchup, the Cardinals lose to the Broncos, fifteen to twenty-four. Arizona Cardinals, their season is fire. Like just everything about that team is a dumpster fire. Trace McSorley came in after Colt McCoy went out with a concussion. He went 7 for 15 and 95 yards, two interceptions. But you know what? Colt McCoy's like, hey, don't forget about my interception because he had one as well. (laughs) James (laughs) Connor James Connor went 16 for 63 and a touchdown. And uh, Going over to the receiving end, uh, DeAndre Hopkins had 7 for 60, 11 targets. Trey McBride, 455, finally getting some targets. And other than that, Marquise Hollywood Brown went 4 for 19. He was invisible, pretty much. Marquise,
0: but, Hoboken, Brown, baby.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Brett Rippin, Uh The Rippon and the Taron. 21 for 26. He had a touchdown and an interception with 197 yards. Latavius Murray's where it was at. 24 for 130 and a touchdown. And you know what? This was a smash play for Greg Dolchich. And he only had two targets for one. One catch and 11 yards. Other than that, Jerry Judy, 7 for 76. Him as, like I said, him as the main target... That's where you want him. Because if he's not, he's lazy and he doesn't care. Like, that's his attitude. That is what I hear from Cecil Lamy and people around Denver Broncos is if he's not the main player, he's going to kind of pout about it and not give his full effort. So here he is as the main dude, 7 for 76. He's a PPR machine right now. And um, maybe he'll grow up. And if they do get another receiver, maybe he'll learn to play with them and not against them. But what do you got with this game? There's probably not too much.
0: <laughs> um, just after a little bit of digging, uh, don't don't get your hopes put in the gutter with Dolchik just yet. Um, veteran Eric Tomlinson, eight year vet, came in, stole the touchdown, uh, also had three receptions for 28 yards. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We knew Latavius Murray was gonna have a good game. I called this Latavius Murray as a, a very cheap flex play option today you wanted to have him in your lineups I played him personally in a lineup and everybody was like looking at me like I had four heads and um I'm laughing all the way to the to the next round of my playoffs because of it it's just the running backs in this one man uh like I said I'm off of everybody Arizona if I have them I'm getting rid of them I don't want to sit around and wait on a franchise to rebuild or that's in question of rebuilding I, I don't want any of that any part of that Denver on the other side, you can get you can get things for for inexpensive right now. Dolchik, okay, he had a bad game. Maybe he has a bad rest of the season, and some people start to forget about him a little bit. You can get him in as a throw-in. Like those are the things. Like Judy, you know my love for Judy. I'm waiting for Tim Patrick to come back. You know that's how there's I feel buy, about. There's Jerry a buy Judy. right there, and Russell Wilson's gonna love Tim Patrick. And I just like to reiterate the fact that it's Marlon Mack, baby. Mack is back. It's Cavante. Uh, if you yeah, can, go, it's definitely Javante. Go, like, get, go Javante. Out, get Javante. Get Yeah,
1: because you know what, J.K. Dobbins looks very good himself. So if you if you know J.K. Dobbins, he took a little bit to get back, and he says he's not 100 yet, but yet he went off this week. He
0: still has the burst.
1: Yes, and Javante short area quickness is what he was known for. So hey, if he's not going to hit those long touchdown runs, as long as he can get through the hole and get you 20 yards or a 30, 40 yard run, and yeah. Maybe not score on that big play. Who cares? You know what? Kareem Hunt did, lived off of the 20, 30, 40 yard runs and smashed his first year before he had his incident. But hey, uh, Javon, for me, Javante is a great go out and get. All right, let's move on to two teams with very good running backs and one with a skeptical quarterback now and Mac Jones, a 13. Well, the Patriots versus Raiders, 24 to 30. Las Vegas wins in. Very funny fashion.
0: <laughs> Mac,
1: Mac Jones, 13 for 31, 112 yards. He had a QBR of 12.2. Ouch. Terrible. And this defense is not great, guys. This defense is a sieve to offenses. And you know what? Ramondre showed that. 19 for 172 in one touchdown. Ramondre, I love watching him play. I don't know how... He's a running back, so if I can get the world for Ramondre, now you know I'm leaving. But, man, he is a fun player to watch. He also had two for negative four. Uh, Pierre Strong had four for 25 on the ground. Kevin Harris, five for 19. But Jacoby, I low Pierre Strong. Jacoby Myers, two for 47, and a stupid pitch back that he thought was the right play. Jynum Smith went two for 24. He's showing some life. Tyquan Thornton had a big play. Four targets. Like... Th- Mac Jones was inaccurate. Mac Jones was not good at all. Like, he showed that, hey, this team might need to be looking for a quarterback. And rumors of Tom Brady possibly going back to the Patriots, which I highly doubt that happens. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, they they might be looking. And, you know, maybe if the 49ers are like, hey, Jimmy, we're not going to sign you, maybe he goes back to New England. What if the 49ers keep Jimmy and Purdy and they're like, sorry, Trey. We're gonna trade like they could trade Trey Lance, which I doubt because they traded the world for him in the first place. But this team is begging for something. Derek Carr, twenty for thirty-eight on the other side, two thirty-one, three touchdowns, one interception. Josh Jacobs, twenty-two for ninety-three, just a fun, fun player to watch. Always runs hard. Keelan Cole, two for fifty in a touch. Dar- Darren Waller in his first game back, three for forty-eight in a touchdown. Matt Collins, four for forty in the touchdown. Uh, Devontae Adams off nine targets, four for twenty-eight it was a bad game by him. Very shocked by that, but not uh, really Hunter Renfro first game back one for 14 as well. Uh, and the Raiders win after Chandler Jones buried Mac Jones with the stiff arm. (laughs) Yeah. Mac Jones is still in 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 the slamming
0: fashion. He's probably still in there crying. Yeah. And anything on this game or. Yeah. um, Welcome back. Darren Waller. That was nice to see. Uh, even with Devontae Adams in the offense, um, And Devontae Adams, don't lose hope. Uh, The Patriots always try to take away your best thing, and they couldn't take away Josh Jacobs, so they focused in on Devontae Adams. Uh, Defensive backs for New England did a good job containing him, and everybody else ate because of it. So, Ramondre,
1: where do you got him in Dynasty Rankings? Are you going to put him in a top 12? This is a very good rookie running back class, despite uh, kind of the class looking a little shaky now. To I be honest, I, if
0: we've learned anything from the New England offense and how they operate in their inside their franchise, is I'm selling Stevenson. Yeah. We've seen over a year now of of great production. How long does it last? I don't know. We know that they they love him in New England, but they also have drafted a clone of a uh, not a clone of him, but someone that can be as pass catch, L, um able as as he is with pierre strong three receptions we know damian harris i think damian harris is gone this they're, they're gonna year draft
1: they're gonna draft a third or fourth round running back again yeah. and then it's gonna be the same thing Ramondre is gonna be the guy and then we're gonna sit here and say hey ramondre has got one more year left then this guy's gonna come up and Ramondre's is like he's 25 next year is, is his future if you can get a mid first for Ramondre, are you selling I gave, I gave up Ramondre before he started smashing, smashing, but I gave up Harris, Damian Harris, and Ramondre for a first-round pick, which then looked like a mid, but now he's riding Ramondre in the playoffs. So um, it could be a little more 109, 110.
0: Maybe but stand alone by himself, I mean, to command that kind of, of trade value in is... a super
1: flex tight end premium, <laughs> especially there's a couple, there's probably like two or three tight ends that could maybe creep into that early second, late first round. And there's a lot of good quarterbacks that could get drafted later in the first. This, this draft class is going to be all over the place, it's going to be a little more random than we thought it was going to be at first. But there's a lot of talent, so if you can always get, talent, yeah, if you can where they land, especially this running back class, this running back has a lot of good young running backs like 21 year olds running backs where the shelf life will be a little longer so i i do like that play um going to the next game tennessee at the los angeles chargers 14 to 17 man the chargers just escaped this and tennessee has just fallen they 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 start off super like they didn't look great early then they got hot now they're just ice, ice cold. Ryan Tannehill got hurt early on with an ankle, came back. Malik Wills went three for four in his uh, in his stead at, for 20 yards. Tannehill threw a pick. Uh, Derrick Henry, 21 for 104 in a touchdown. And then he also had four for 59 through the air. Uh, Chig, four for 54, looks to be a bigger part of this offense with Traylon Burks out. Yeah, buddy. And when Burks is out, Ch- I think Chig is going to be a focal point next year. I don't, oh, know yeah. who, I don't know who's going to be at quarterback, but Chig and Traylon Burks are massive buys to me. If you can go out and try to buy them, Chig especially, I think is going to be very affordable. If I In tight end premium, if I can give a late second for Chig, I'm doing that all day. Because, I mean, a, a late second, what is that? Chig could be a massive play in tight end premium. Like, tight end premium got over 10 points in a tight end wasteland. That's yep. awesome. And going to the Chargers side, Justin Herbert went 28 for 42, 313 yards, Two picks, didn't throw any touchdowns, but he did have some big plays. Austin Eckler came out for a while, 12 for 58, and a touchdown on the ground. Josh Kelly, 10 for 24, and a touchdown.
0: Wow, Josh Kelly.
1: Yeah, it's not Isaiah Spiller, which is odd to me. You'd think they would want to see what they got. Keen Allen, 8 for 86 on 9 targets. Mike Williams, 4 for 67 on 8. I'm shocked he didn't get hurt in a lot of these plays because, man, every time Mike Williams is in the air, it feels like he's going to crash and burn. But Josh Palmer, 5-49 for 49 on five targets. Gerald Everett, 4-42 for 42 on six targets. Donald Parham, he showed signs of life, caught all three targets for 35 yards. And nothing else really. Eckler didn't do much through the air, 2-for-12. What do you got on this game?
0: Uh, I learned that the, the kicker's name was Dicker. Yeah, Dicker the kicker. Dicker the kicker. Uh, that was great. Um, on the other side of things, Mike Williams my guy caught the t- caught the pass that put them in field goal range to end the game so Herbert uh, you
1: mean Herbert put a ball on a string like this throw was <laughs> this throw nobody should be able to make Herbert is a,
0: He's a machine so good. he He's, really is so good
1: to me talent wise he is top two top three quarterbacks it's him Mahomes if I'm going talent wise like arm talent it's those two. Josh Allen is right there, too. But these two, to me, accuracy and ball placement and arm strength, just insane to me.
0: Derrick Henry still got it, man. Yeah. Still got
1: it. Next year, we're going to come in and be like, he's almost 30. He's going to fall. Nope. He's going to have another 1,000 yards, 18 touchdowns.
0: Yeah, uh, it's going to be him and Dalvin Cook playing until they're in in their late thirties.
1: It's not going to be until they draft another running back and then they start splitting the carries. When he's going to start falling apart? If they give him the full workload, he will survive, and that's just the way it is. He ta- he falls hard and he just gets up like it's just air hitting him. Like it, it's <laughs> it's insane to me. He's a monster. But I like the Chargers, and I like when they win, so I hope they make the playoffs because it'll be fun seeing Herbert in the playoffs. To me, Herbert's not going to evolve into an extremely elite quarterback until he has, a, for me, an elite separator. He's got two big receivers. I know Allen's a separator, but he needs that speed separator to me. He needs a big play threat with just pure speed jameson williams would have been a perfect fit for this team mm. and that like if they got a player like that it would have been insane they need somebody like that and i think there's a couple receivers in this draft class that would fit perfect with this team so we'll see what they do if they spend a first round pick they spend it on offensive line for the longest time maybe they go you're offensive already weapon. doing
0: research where do you do research on rookies so early? dynasty
1: nerds you, you get the the Dynasty GM tool, which oh. they're going to they're gonna have in an app soon, an actual app in the app store. They're going to make it. So there's a lot of cool things coming in the Dynasty. Standards. And if you use code DHH, you get 15% off a subscription. Also, you get their film room where you can watch tons of film. And that's where James and I watch this film at. There's, yes. a, there's a ton of players coming out, and you need to watch the film. I know the runner-up for the Heisman, he just declared for the NFL draft, he could be a dark horse for a second round. And he goes to TCU. Andy Dalton went to TCU. They both could be early second-round picks and be successful NFL quarterbacks. And, hey, if you watch the film and you like the film, you could be sneaking up and drafting him in the second round and be like, hey, I got this steal in a Superflex League in the second round. You want to know why? Because you watched film in that film room. So go ahead. Use code DHH for 50% off a sub and go get yours today. Now we're going to move into the last matchup. Cincinnati versus Tampa (laughs) Bay. Tampa Bay is falling apart. Tom Brady is actually falling apart because yeah. all he eats is vegetables and no actual protein or meat. Get or, that man a steak. Yes. Cincinnati. You know who eats steak? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, 30 for 44. three hundred. skyline chili on it. 312-yard gross. 312 yards. It's just meat sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, it's it's three, Ohio Bolognese.
1: Three, pretty much. <laughs> it's just meat with a greasy greasy meat sauce.
0: Greasy red sauce yes. and meat.
1: Three touchdowns, two picks. He started off cold. And then just like Joe Bur. Actually, no, wait, that's Tom Brady I'm talking about. What am I talking about? <laughs> Joe Burrow, 27 for 39, 200 yards, four touchdowns and one interception. An Aaron Rodgers-like number, like what we used to see from Aaron Rodgers, the 198 yards, but four touchdowns. Yeah. So Joe Burrow, yeah, like I said, he started off cold and uh, started heating up later on, which is when he needed to. Samaje so Ryan seven for 24. He looked like the more efficient runner, while Joe Mixon was still, I think, knocking the rust off, 11 for 21. And going to the receiving end, 7-for-60 for for Jamar Chase in a touchdown. Tyler Boyd, 5-for-35 in a touchdown. Michael Wilcox, who I do think is a sleeper for Dynasty Leagues. Mitchell. Mitchell Wilcox. Mitchell. Mitchell Wilcox, 3-for-34 in a touchdown. T. Higgins, 5-for-33 in a touchdown. Joe Mixon, 5-for-33 through the air as well. And then uh, going to the other side, Tom Brady, I mentioned his numbers, 30 for 44, 312 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. I don't think he played as well as the numbers show. The no. QBR shows that, 39.8 for QBR. Leonard Fournette, I don't think he's good anymore. No. He went 10 for 44, Rashad White, 11 for 38 Uh, Chris Godwin, 8 for 83, and a touchdown. Good to see him get in the end zone. Mike Evans actually had a good game, 5 for 83. He started off smoking hot, and then they went away from him. He did have 10 targets, though. Russell Gage, 8 for 59, two touchdowns. He caught a very lucky touchdown in the end zone, which I thought he fumbled a little bit.
0: It's the second lucky touchdown uh, of the year.
1: Yes, he also had another one. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 4 for thirty through the air, and Rashad White was kind of invisible. Not sure why, because he is the better runner, but... That, that is I mean, is. I think
0: they both took their, their, their shot at it. Uh, Fournette had a little bit more work in the passing, but they pretty much split carries. Gio Bernard had a carry and a fumble
1: a revenge game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> revenge game here. Take the football.
1: All right. You got anything with this game or do you want to uh, mention Isaiah Hodgins as a dark horse sleeper for 2023 for your Giants?
0: uh why is he doing anything right now that four, I for, know about? four
1: for 37 on four targets
0: uh I mean I I liked Isaiah Hodgins I mentioned him last week on the podcast uh I think he could be someone that sticks around with this franchise they seem to like him uh I I hope we get rid of Daniel Jones that's that's my hope in this world um I think his time is is up and He's part of that old regime that I really don't want to be bothered with anymore.
1: They have they have a they have a couple quarterbacks they could definitely get in this draft class, and they are sneaking down the draft board. So it looks could... like the
0: Giants' uh, defense in, right now is is doing special things. And I know uh, Barkley got into the end zone so far tonight, so that's good. You know who
1: I compare to Tyler Lockett is Terry McLaurin. Just underrated, same size and everything. Gets open faster than you think. Terry McLaurin is going to be the new age title locket. Just under under height. I do think the commanders get another weapon. I think they get a new quarterback.
0: But, but didn't yeah. they just get a new weapon? Like they just got do- Jahan. Oh, Jahan Dotson.
1: Yes, I forgot. Yeah. So and I mean, they Curtis
0: d- Samuel still there. They don't um,
1: have a DK Metcalf style. No, they don't <laughs> have
0: a bigger alpha like a, a one B. They have B's. They have two B's. They have two B's. All right. Anything else
1: about this week? Um, No,
0: nah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. I think, we, All right. I think we did it, Tyler.
1: All right, everybody. I just want to thank you for pulling through with me, especially, and James, fantastic, of course. We will have Doug thank back you. next week. Actually, no, next week is Christmas. Yeah. So Christmas. I will not be here. Will James will not be here. Doug mentioned he might sneak a little solo pod for you folks for a Christmas present. We will have to see. I know Doug said that he could do that. And if he does, you guys, I just want to wish you all a happy holidays and merry Christmas from all of us at Dynasty Happy Hour, well, the three of us. Yeah. But I am, I am very for all of us. I'm very happy. I'm very excited for Christmas. I love this ho- this holiday. It's fun for me and uh yeah, James, do you want to say anything?
0: Yeah, I'll end on this note. Uh, I I did like Jahan Dotson coming into this season, and he just scored another touchdown at that point. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and a happy (laughs) new year. I'll see you next time. We're out.